I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. It's a beautiful morning, sunny morning. And uh, I feel like it is just the beginning of a long, long election season mm-hmm. that we are, we haven't did a very good job of kicking it off because we've got so much dissension in our party, as we say. And we have, uh, by all of the things that I can see, the, all of the opposition within the Republican Party is a direct mm-hmm. assistance to the Democrat Party in their endeavor to, <clears throat> excuse me, in their attempt to change this country by, first of all, packing the American uh, districts, political districts, with the illegal aliens. And uh, they uh, they have done this by just absolutely fooling people into believing that they're doing it out of being magnanimous and being open and being welcome and being all of the things that the Democrats have made a living off of for the last 300 years that they've been in this country mm-hmm. by using race and race relations as the cornerstone of their power. And then using the taxpayer's money to play Santa Claus to uh, to get people to believe that they had their best interests in mind, and and it's coming to the point now where we are almost in a position of being unable to change it, because if they do, if they are a lot, if and and a lot of this will come about because of this election, the last election proves what I'm saying. They have concentrated on educating and indoctrinating our kids into believing that this country is this or it's that uh, and and it's something that can't be changed. And they, they have done a very good job of making their opposition the Republican Party, the cause of all of the problems. 
And I can't for the life of me believe how they could do it, but they've done it. And 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 they have um uh, used minority votes to control the co Congress of this country for 40 years between the 40s and the, and the 80s and 90s uh, when Newt Gingrich took over the uh, leadership as Speaker of the House. The Democrats have controlled the party 40 years. And it is and it's incredible that, you know, nobody seems to understand that when you side up with the Democrat Party and allow them to control the, the narrative and define you, and that's what they've done. They define us mm -hmm. as conservatives, as all of the other things, as being fools, non, uh, uh, you know, non welcoming to people. They've been able to, to, to push all of that blame on one side, and they are the party that actually done it. Yep. And and, and what we see now is we see a flood coming across our borders. And they say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. We did all we could do. Hmm. No. But, uh, but you haven't done one thing. You haven't looked at the document that says these are the guardrails. And if you stay within them, you will have the best, greatest country in the world. Mm -hmm. Democrats have did all they can to tear down all the guardrails, put up barriers to the real story. And they've done that through the education system, which they have turned into an indoctrination system. And it's proven by this last election because of the demographics change and the dominant Democrat, I mean, the dominant uh, a majority in the electorate is now the me generation, the generation X, I don't know what they call it, but it's the it's the children of the children that were the World War II generation. Yeah. They had their last hurrah when Hillary Clinton, when they defeated Hillary Clinton, which everybody thought Hillary would be the first female president, that World War II generation stopped that. And they used that as their template for this last election when they threw out the best first-term president ever to stand in that office. So I just want to air a little bit of stuff and get that off my chest because we got a, a majority in the House of Representatives. They can't seem to find their tail in, in, a, in, a, in a 
I mean, it is just pathetic to me that the dissension that's going on with this small majority that they have, and it's and it's felt it's a self-inflicted wound. It should have been a, a should have been a red wave, and I said all along it would not be one because I know that that uh, there's too many people in the Republican Party that want to get along and want to be able to compromise and things like that. Democrats never compromise. They say one thing, you know, either you with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, we are going to take every measure we can to destroy you, not just to defeat you, defeat you but to destroy you. <clears throat> and that, that's what they're trying to do with Donald Trump. And uh, that's what they have done. That's what they did with Newt Gingrich. You know, you know, people look back and, and, and don't realize that Newt Gingrich was the person that did, that was responsible for whatever changes came about because he was able to get across legislation that Bill Clinton took the credit for. Mm -hmm. And not only Bill Clinton got the credit for it, but so did Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> and showed and, 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 and what would have happened had she been the president. Wow. And oh, they would have really tore this thing, this Constitution apart. That's, that's their ultimate goal is to tear the Constitution, take America out of constitutional authority and put her under. <laughs> almost a parliamentary system of government by packing the Supreme Court, packing the the uh, the state and the uh, electoral college with votes that will turn the country into a democracy with one man, one vote, right? Mm -hmm. One time. That's it. That vote that you cast to throw yourself into a democracy will be your last time having any control over that government, this government. Well, I think we're having less and less control over our government now. And uh, yes, you know, you know what the old biblical thing about mammon, you know, you, 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 you. You do, do your entire life in pursuit of, you know, of, of money and fame and wealth and power, and you lose your soul in the process. That's what uh, what, what Christ said. What does it profit a man to loses to uh, gain the world and lose his soul? So, <clears throat> you know, and this 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 whole idea of us having a majority in Congress, but so many congressmen and senators are unwilling to face up to the fact that we are not dealing with a bunch of with with people who want the best for the for the country and want to work together we are dealing with a bunch and then donald trump said this the uh, uh the other night and on wednesday when he was here in uh in michigan uh at drake industries he said we are fighting against marxists and communists in our own government these people are traitors mm -hmm. and he said that the uh this this headlong rush to electric vehicles is going to be a transition to hell, and I couldn't have put it any better. Yeah, 
And then we and then we follow that up with this with this. I don't even know what to call it. It was uh, it was a complete crack up, uh, uh, like a, a like a seven car, a seven car pile up at rush hour on uh, northbound I-75. I mean, these these candidates were they these are supposed to be grown adults, right? Phil, but just like the last uh, debate, and just like some of the other ones that, that took place uh, a few years before that, these debates are not debates. They're shouting matches. Yeah. And what we need to do, and I've discussed this with you, I discussed with Daryl Wood, I discussed it with, uh, with Derek, okay, have a true debate, okay? Not, so, not, not something a six-hour, uh, eight-hour-long thing like, uh, like the Lincoln-Douglas debates in the, in, in the 1850s, but a true debate where you have one topic, one topic only, and you have either an hour or two hours to hash it out and get a real feel for where your candidates stand. But we had these moderators who they disgraced themselves. They really did because they lost control of the proceedings. They're, you know, okay, you want to let the candidates, Phil, you want to let the candidates air their air their uh, their views and not be cut off or anything like that. But when, if you have a time limit uh, imposed, then you better obey the time limit. And they repeatedly, Phil, uh, Dana Perino and Stuart Varney and this reporter from Univision were constantly threatening these candidates, uh, everybody, Ramaswamy, um, uh, 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 Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, Chris Christie, I don't know what the Pillsbury Doughboy was doing up there anyway, but I think I pretty much destroyed Trump, right? And it said, look, you know, these guys, these people would, would constantly talk over each other, and you could not understand it. There was no flow and no continu continuity to it. And the RNC, which is run by Ron McDaniel, needs to do uh, needs to do some major overhauls while there's still time to do it, because we're only in October, okay? And if they want to schedule a debate every month uh, between now and, say, October, go ahead and do it. But... Do one topic, at most two topics. You could have the uh, the economy could be the could be the topic on the next one. In November, you have say uh, the border, right? And uh, and on and on and on and so on. And 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 give the candidates time to talk. Make sure that they are respectful of their of of the of the other views that are taking place. And just have a real debate, so we can sit there and say, and not have to say not again. Because in the NHL, this is known as a real cluster, you know what? <laughs> and I use the word puck, and not, not the other one. Yeah. But it, it's it, it, it's a little bit, I guess it's a little bit. Uh, uh, I won't say satirical or anything like that, but I'm not going to make light of that. But I mean, this this is something that is too important, especially if we want we if these candidates want to be taken seriously. Right now, I don't think any of them any of them are. And Chris, well, Chris they're, they're all yeah. looking for that that. That one moment, the kill shot. Yeah, and uh, and and that is is the whole thing of it. And if you can't get that that kill shot, yeah, then what they want to do is try to get the 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 debate to be about whether yeah. or not they can rise to the top. Mm -hmm. and, but see, and and have the agenda or the kill shot. Is as an issue instead of what it is that we're facing. The opposition is trying to change 
Fundamentally, we heard it from yeah. Obama when he came in, and we saw what that what he meant about fundamentally changing the system. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and then they turn around and tell you that what the other uh, people uh, are trying to do is kill democracy. Mm. And well, yeah, and, then, and then if yeah, you. It, yeah, it, go ahead. But that should be the objective of the Republican Party, to let them know that we are not going to stand by and let them tear down the Constitution, which protects everybody, if you defend it. And what yeah. they've done well, is we got, they, uh, they went on a journey to tear the Constitution down, tear down the guardrails and put in a system yeah. that is is a power grab. Mm-hmm. It's about power. And it, that's exactly what it's always been about power, Phil. Yeah. I call I call it the pursuit, the acquisition, the extra uh, consolidation and exercise of power. It's no longer about public service with with these people, Phil. That's like right. people like like Feinstein and Obama, and uh, you know even some Republicans like Cornyn and some and, and uh, Christie. It's the, it's the accrual of power. Yeah. Don't forget public Cowell, service is now self-service. Yeah. Hey, uh, Phil, we got a couple of calls on the line. Yes. Uh, let's go to Joe first and wind down yeah. what he has to say. Good morning, Joe. Welcome to the broadcast. Good morning. Good morning. I missed the very beginning. Joined Egypt. Joined in progress because I was busy adding <laughs> okay. chapter markers for my show to get on Buzzsprout. Uh, but you said several things. First. Trump not being there, the debate is still important. Uh, cabinet posts matter, VP choice matters, 2026, 2028, beyond right. posturing, all matters. They should have the mics off except for the person the moderator has addressed to speak. Regarding a single-issue topic debate, I've a mixed emotion. I agree that would be great, but I have to disagree that it would work because of today's Twitter level attention spans. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I don't think, though, people would tune in because, again, the Twitter level attention spans. And then the last thing, even though I am supporting Trump for 2024, Christie's Donald Duck line, an honest analysis you know, reaction to that is it it was a good attempted kill shot because it is debatable, pun intended, whether Trump should be there or not, you know, to address the independent vote posture for the general election. Ignore those candidates and address independence for the general election now, you can't win with just your base, so you can contend he should be there. It wasn't a bad pot shot. Well, it, it didn't go over didn't, didn't go over too too big with the audience. Did you see the reaction? <laughs> right, but, you know, there certainly <laughs> will be some at home, and especially it'll be a hit with those with TDS. But, you know, yeah, I know, but, I know. you know, Honestly, Trump and Christie both need to put their inner six-year-old aunt and children aside. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, uh, Christie is. There's no other reason for Chris Christie to be running other than, as he sees it, 
and he's there for one purpose and one purpose only. It's not comic relief. It's it's to it's to attack Trump and drive him drive him out and you know, drive him his his poll numbers down to the point where uh, they can uh, they, they can the others can appear relatively competitive, and uh, you know. Uh, and, 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 and Joe, uh, Trump said something about this whole situation. He said, he said, this, uh, Christie is doing this because he wanted to be attorney general of my administration and I didn't want him. Well, and I, and I'm inclined to, I'm inclined to go with Trump because, because Chris, Chris is, a, is a sleazy politician. What your label is, he's a sleazy politician. Yeah, and that you know that's is. important because I was on with Rick Walker of Maverick News out of Canada for both yeah. debates to discuss both debates, and uh-huh. uh, that's why I say these debates are important cabinet positions. If the two of them can put their six-year-old spiteful child aside. Everyone on that stage, and including those not, like Larry Elder and Perry Johnson, are all good for a particular cabinet post or not. Chris Kiskey would be good for DOJ or AG with his background, expertise, and and experience. Uh, Nikki Haley was a fine U.N. ambassador during Trump. So all of these people are, are... have valid points at times and sometimes points where, you know, I just shake my head. Well, you know, how how would you, okay, let's say, uh, Joe, before we go to Ed here, uh, and thanks for the call before, before you, uh, before you uh, trot out to uh, enjoy your Saturday here, let's say you are a, you're tuning into the first, for the first time to this debate and you have not heard anything about it and you see what unfolded on Wednesday night. What would be your opinion? Yeah, a bunch of six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, exactly. That's, that's my point. The mics need my to point be is off. that we need to have you know, a, a real debate, like we off, did back in college, right? There will be less of that. Yeah, well, uh, something's got to be done, and Ronald McDaniel needs to uh, clean up a real mess before they go into the next one. Yeah, so anyway, thanks a lot, Joe. We appreciate the call. Heck, appreciate the, uh, the, the, other, uh, the, 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 the back and forth. We'll talk to you later. Have a great weekend, my friend. All right. Take care, guys. And the other thing is Univision. Get them yeah. out of there. The, a leftist <laughs> yeah. plant. So, again, they're not debating just each other. They're debating a leftist moderator. That's right. Exactly. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Chief. Thanks, we appreciate Joe. that. Okay. Well, I see uh, I see Joe uh, didn't run over his time. Yeah. <laughs> and good morning. How you doing, my friend? So Joe left me a couple of seconds. How nice of him. So uh, one, the uh, debates made Trump look statesmanlike, period. In comparison, that was the best place for Trump not to be. And uh, two, Trump, I read somewhere I couldn't find a quote while I was on, on hold forever, waiting for Joe to get done. <laughs> Trump said that they were all looking for cabinet and VP positions, and he said none of them look good at it. So, you know, that's that's quite the slam. He didn't think any of those were qualified for a cabinet VP. And back to Joe. Joe said, uh, uh, Chris Christie for attorney general. Uh-huh. Man, are you kidding me? Anti-Trump, uh, yeah. not MAGA. Yeah. Uh, we thought Sessions looked good. Christie would be a disaster. <laughs> well, you know, Christie, remember when the remember when Crestor first came out, that, that weight control uh, uh, supplement, and that, the, the one heavy set guy walking around in that red sweater? 
He looked so much like Christy. I started calling Christy uh, Chris Crestor. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Christy could also always give Obama another hug while he's in the cabinet. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All or, right. Or he could talk to you later. Just, okay, thanks a lot, uh, Ed. We'll talk to you later. And folks, uh, be sure to tune in to this great bro- broadcast this afternoon with your American heritage. Uh, you know, uh, actually, maybe he could be, a, maybe uh, old Chris could be a spokesman for uh, Krispy Kreme. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we keep going. Derek must have hit the, uh, hit the sound button there. Okay, all right, good. Well, good, we've reached the uh, bottom of the hour. I'm looking at my clock. It looks like my watch is a little slow here. Uh, okay, well. You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we are back. And I just want to say about the conversation we just had with Joe. Joe was, uh, and, and, and we have advocated that the debates have to have a direction so people can get a real idea what's going on. The most important issue to me mm-hmm. is the illegal uh, surge across our border that is of the size of an invasion. We are being invaded, and the federal government is doing absolutely nothing about it and will not allow the states individually to do anything about it on their own. Yeah. And they actively stop them with threats of <clears throat> action against them for defending their border. Mm-hmm. This is unacceptable. This is unconstitutional. And it is, it is uh, pretty soon we will unhave a country. Yeah. And, 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 and Phil, this is what, what, the Clinton, what Bill Clinton is saying now, what Barack, what Barack Obama is saying now, what all these Democrat politicians are saying now is 180 degrees opposite from what they were talking about in the, uh, you know, as far back as the uh, the early 90s when uh, when Clinton was in office. You know, yeah. you cannot you cannot sustain a population, a nation, with this mass influx of of people who, first of all. Most of them can't speak English. I don't care if they've got their cell phones and they've got uh, access to reruns of American television and that type of thing, and that's how they learn to speak English. No. Now, and they're functionally illiterate. A lot of them have, most of them, if not all of them, have lack uh, any type of marketable skill that will allow them to contribute to our society and make it better. That is the reason why we allow people from other countries to come in because they have something to offer. They, they at least they have an idea what America, uh, our history, our, uh, our, our, our way of life and, and our, and especially our, our form of government. And they are, they're attracted by that form of government because of the, the, the oppression and the, the, and and the absolute you know, destruction of their lives by their own governments, you know, Venezuela, North North Korea, um, China. There's there's people here, and not all not all Chinese people are evil members of the Communist Party. In fact, I remember a conversation 
uh, with uh, on, on Breitbart, where they were talking to a Chinese expatriate who said that the Chinese the, the, the Chinese society is, is on the verge of crumbling because there is no there's a generational gap. You have old old people from you know from like just after World War II up to the present day. They're in their seventies, eighties, in their nineties even. Then and then you have another stratum or layer of the society where where they're in their their uh, early to mid twenties or even as late as their early thirties. There is nothing in between because of all the disastrous population control uh, uh, attempts that uh, that the that the communist Chinese have have made over the years. And not only that, but women the the Chinese women are smart because most of these Chinese men. Are joining the, our, our our communist party members, right? And they don't. Well, the women don't want to have kids. They don't want to marry them, and they certainly don't want to have kids with communist party members. Mm. So you know, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I think these ladies are onto something. Well, it's it's the same thing here. Yeah, we uh, have lost the the participation through age of the World War Two generation. Yeah, that generation that saved us from Hillary. Mm-hmm. It's and 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 you and and I and everybody in their right mind know that the philosophy of the of of the Clintons, the Obamas, is socialist. It's mm-hmm. socialism. Yeah. These, these, and and this is what we're fighting. They are trying to destroy this constitution and the cost the concept of the the uh, document limiting the power of the party in power, mm-hmm. and this is what they have decided to do: is overflow the country with people that will vote for that because that's all they know about politics is whoever gets the most votes. Mm-hmm. wins the apple and whoever offers the most free stuff is yes. going to is, is going to get the benefit it's like andrew wilkhouse says you know it's getting it, it, you cannot it's going to get to the point where if you if you import enough people from over there to over here over here will become over there yes right yes. <laughs> and, you and know, the and, only and, thing and, that can stop yeah. this is yeah. two things the ballot box and what you know what the other one is I know. The I know. Keep your keep your powder dry. That's right. Yeah. And the thing about it is, our Lord knows I don't want to uh, see an, uh, another civil war in this country. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, uh, something has got to stop these people from just bullying their way across and and just bringing people into the country, and then our the elected officials act as if nothing is is going wrong, mm-hmm. and and uh, when we talk about the debates, the debates should be about one thing because that is going to be the determining factor in whether or not they can turn this country mm-hmm. against the Constitution and for socialized everything. Yeah, and socialized so- everything. And, and, and again, this, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. I didn't hear a word from any of the candidates about the, the, the battle against Marxism and, and communism, the battle against the left. Okay, they talk about 
you know, uh, uh, preventing children from being mutilated and this type of thing and all this indoctrination. But, you know, do, uh, to me, those are empty words unless we actually do something about it. And, you know, I think Donald Trump was, was really right on when he was talking about this in the uh, um, on Wednesday night before the debate. Um, you know, we've got to start focusing, okay, we, on on, on the, the really important stuff, which is, which is this, this, just this, this whole idea of this is a, this is a clash of ideologies, yeah. you know, freedom versus slavery, uh, capitalism versus communism and socialism. Uh, and, 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 and they talk about calling us fascists and all that sort of thing. Look at what's happening to, look who's having pro-life people in the, in the middle of the night, they're, they're getting rounded up with, uh, by FBI agents, dozens of FBI agents in front of their kids. And these people have guns drawn. Now, what is this one guy going to do? What's he going to do? Pull out a pea shooter? <laughs> for crying out loud yeah. and 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 then look what they're look what the uh the uh, uh justice department where the fbi is doing to the whistleblowers yeah you know they are attacking them they are there's there was one guy who was ready to take an uh take up another uh position at a different office across the country and on the eve of his taking that job he had uh, his furniture was ready to be moved all of his accounts were were uh, were transferred to his new uh you know, the, the banks in his new area, and, that's, and what do they do? They, the FBI suspends him for, you know, indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, well, see, the thing, the thing is that uh, this country has always, in, in their primary form of, uh, mm-hmm. of guardrails, is to, to limit the, the overall power of the government. And they have taken that completely out. Here yep. we got the only the the only country in the world that has this type of, of reserve oils, and 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 that could be the 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 determining factor in keeping this country as the number one uh, country in the world. We are way down below that because of the yep. fact that uh, we have labored ourselves with debt. To the point where oh, yeah. we got we got our states uh, running deficits. We got the country running. Yeah, uh, I mean the deficits are just almost. Oh, un- it, it's uh, it, and, and and the debt the debt is at thirty three trillion dollars right now. What they're talking about is the fifty trillion dollar debt trillion by the dollars. end of this decade. And I know Walter, uh, I'm sure you've got a comment on that. Uh, but you want to do you do want to talk about the Republican debate, correct? Yeah, we can call it the um, another debacle, right? Not a debate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you guys, you guys are spot on about the main issues, the most pressing needs of this country. Mm-hmm. You know what? You two guys are a lot smarter than uh, um, our Republican politicians. The, well, I got to change that name. Repulsivekins. <laughs> we had a few yeah. repulsivekins. Repulsivekins up there on that stage the other night. Mm-hmm. They're not servants. Well, let me take that back. The worst of them, minus Chris Christie, mm-hmm. the worst of all of those guys up there debating, is better than the best Democrat. Sure. Look at it. When you listen to all of them, you be you feel refreshed about their uh, love for this country and what they want to do to help citizens. Mm-hmm. But if you're a politician. There's politicians and politicians. Mm-hmm. And we had a few, maybe a 
couple of them up there the other night. We need servants. That's what they should be. When they get these clowns in town hall, town hall meetings and ask them some real direct questions about are you a servant or you just want to get in there to be a hireling for a paycheck. You know, like mm-hmm. some preachers, pastors, you got shepherds and you got hirelings. Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus warned about them in um, John chapter 10. They would mm-hmm. devour the sheep. And that's what these politicians do. They devour the citizens that vote for them by, first of all, lying to them. <clears throat> They're never, they never were servants. And if they, like, I think it was something that uh, Phil said earlier, go along and get along politicians, get along with the Democrats, just strike a deal. We had a few of those up there the other night. I used to like what uh, Charles used to say in uh, Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Do not make any deals with Democrats. That's the reason we voted to get rid of them, to destroy them politically, 100%. Because mm-hmm. they are the biggest problem with this country. They mm-hmm. caused all these problems that's going on now. They caused it. And by the way, we're still living in the ghost of COVID past. You notice that? People put yeah. their masks back on and, and uh, succumbing to the communism, willingly, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. uh, mass, the, the useful idiots. And let's mm-hmm. get to immigration real quick. This is the mm-hmm. this is what I don't hear coming from those <laughs> candidates who should pick their own moderators and not that idiot from Fox News. That woman from Fox News oh, who sound like yeah. the rest of them, got the same voice, the same makeup, mm-hmm. the same false eyelashes <laughs> on Fox yeah. News. What a waste of time. And them other idiots on there. Do not ask the, they do not ask the pressing questions that affect us average everyday Americans, mm-hmm. you know. But this is the problem. They they need to stop. They need to pick their own moderators, and immigration. They need to cut to the chase. This is yeah. the problem. The reason they That's want the most important thing that we ought to be uh, adamant about that we are not going to put up with any more of it, and 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 you can't get. The, the Congress to see that this is the, the, the thing that's going to change this country fundamentally, as Barack Obama said, mm-hmm. and, and fundamentally means take away everything and put it into uh, one little ball and it be controlled by those leftist socialists communist democrats yeah you know what guess it is and, and you know what? it's already fundamentally transformed and the next thing if they they're working on one thing at a time the hammer falls when the guns be taken away then everything his 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 desires his lust for power barack insane osama is he's he's seething with with joy because of everything that's happening his 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 uh prophecy is coming to pass mm-hmm. and um this immigration thing, yeah. this immigration thing, it can be solved instantly. If yes. it was, let's just use this scenario. If all those people that's going to come over here, about a millions, when they are well, they already here, if if the different word gets out that they're going to vote Republican, oh, there'll be the biggest exodus of, of immigrants by the Democrats, You're the biggest record-breaking uh, fast deportation by the Democrats. And, we, and it, it'll, it'll, it'll fade away. We hear nothing else about it. Then they have to find some more useful idiots to vote for them. That's who yeah. it is. Useful idiots to vote for Democrats. Republicans mm-hmm. do not stress that enough. 
about these yeah. people want replacement <laughs> voters because if you guys been hearing, blacks are waking up left and right. They are. In droves it's, against the it, Democrats. It may just Johnny be Trump, too late. Chani, they yeah. should have woken yeah. up. They should have waked up a long time ago. A long time ago, exactly. But, hey, but, uh, but go ahead. Um, go ahead. That's okay. Hey, Walter, we're just about ready for the Edwards Notebook here, but I want to thank you for, uh, you know, for uh, yeah, taking the time to call us today. I know we gave Thanks, you, like, well, we're able to give you a little bit more time than usual, so <laughs> let's 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 make that a habit, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get some of Ron Edwards' uh, constitutional grounds coffee. <laughs> there you go, fantastic. All right, great. That'll, that'll help us out too because we get a little we get a little kickback from that too. So okay. I'll t- we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Phil. All right, uh, Walter, sorry about that. Take care. Talk to you later. Thanks, folks. Okay, let's roll with uh, let's roll with Ron. <clears throat> Many sovereign Americans across our beleaguered republic are fed up with having to suffer because of the awful decisions of elected officials. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. John Caldera, a Denver-based radio host and president of the Independence Institute of Denver, has grown weary of the piles of human excrement he must avoid every day he goes to run his business. Recently, he scooped up a box load of human excrement and dumped it on the city hall steps of Denver. A video captured the funky stunt and it quickly went viral. When Mr. Caldera was asked why on earth he dumped the stinky stuff on the Denver city hall steps, He clearly stated that both Denver City and county officials turned a blind eye to the homeless problem in Denver. I must say that I have personally witnessed the Denver homeless problem, which has been greatly multiplied due to the overwhelming number of government-invited illegal border crossers literally destroying great cities with federal, state, and local government permission. Kudos to John Caldera for taking appropriate action. Maybe taxpayers should place tax dollars in escrow until government cleans up their hot mess. I'm Ron Edwards. Follow me at The Edwards Notebook One on Truth Social to find out where to join me live weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Phil. I was, when, I, when I heard what he did, I thought, that the, remember back to the old Devil's Night prank where you uh, fill up a you fill up a paper bag with uh, a yeah. business, put it on something, it set it on fire, and then ring the doorbell and run away. <laughs> uh, oh, man, oh, man. Hey, you know, uh, they're talking about the, uh, you know, you got this uh, this countdown going now in D.C. for the, everybody's there, all breathless, they're clutching their pearls, they're you know, uh, breathless about a government shutdown. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you know, it's, 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 it's been planned for a long time. You oh, it has. I mean, Joe this Biden is... keeps talking about they want to shut the government down. Oh, yeah. The government needs to be shut down, shut down. <laughs> you needs know, to be. because they they yeah. they have never allowed uh, the, the, the American people to see what it is with this debt. This debt is killing us. We got states running deficits. We got the the federal government running deficits. Yeah. And guess who is the the, the, the loser in that? It's you and me. Look at look at what it costs for a dozen eggs. Look at what it costs a driver to, to lease a vehicle for God's sake. Yeah. I mean yeah. I, I I'm paying the most I've ever paid now and that's been a long time. I've been leasing vehicles from Ford since the early nineties. 
And this truck I'm driving now, I love the truck. I mean, just it's beautiful and all that great, great work, uh, great, great piece of engineering, you know, fantastic stuff. Uh, you know, I, I love that truck, but I'm paying more now, almost $100 more per, or close to $100 more per month than I did on my last, uh, my last truck lease. I think I pay, I see paying over a hundred dollars a month more. And the thing is, you know, uh, here I hear you, I don't know if you listen to Hugh Hewitt, Hugh Hewitt at all, but he's talking about the knucklehead, uh, caucus and Congress, you know, four holdouts are going to, they're going to prevent the military people from being paid. Well, first of all, you know, you've got to pay the military. Okay. Because that is under the constitution yeah. and you have to do that. Uh, but, they're worried about the families of the quote unquote non-essential personnel, which that which that then that begs another question. But uh, get into the, the military. Okay. So if you if they're so worried, they're so worried, and okay, well, I guess maybe they're rightfully worried about these people not their families not being able to pay the bills and that type of thing until this whole thing is settled and all that, and they and, and the paychecks start coming in. Set aside, pull that eighty billion dollars that was voted in for 87,000 IRS agents and give yeah. that money to our fighting men and women or who are really, that's their real job. That's, that's the most important job is defending this country and the constitution that uh, governs it. And, and uh, the other thing is we, as, as the people should be uh, demanding that the government mm. Get out of the way of the the uh, the commerce in this country. Get out of the way of the oil drillers. Get out of the way and and, and put this country back to producing instead of letting uh, yeah. the country uh, fatten up the Chinese with yeah. buying uh, almost everything that we have from them or India I know. or some of these other countries. Yeah. And get away and and get away from a a, a mafia don, the uh, posing as a president who sells our oil to yeah. our enemies. And, and give it to China. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I ran some numbers last night. Okay, with the with the thirty three trillion dollar uh, debt that we have on the books right now, the the each and every American owes ninety two thousand dollars in debt. But when you throw in Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, that that whole total, that jumps to $400,000 per American. Folks, this cannot continue. And exactly right. That, that we got to keep we got to keep our uh, these people's feet to the fire. And that's this program is so important. You know, well, uh, what, what do we do? Like here in Michigan, here, here you're going to bring in Chinese people and mm -hmm. put them to work in our country, building products. Yeah, and yeah. use Chinese nationalists. Mm -hmm. And you and know, look, I mean, look, yeah. Look, Go ahead. nobody in the face of this earth builds better products than America, and yeah. nobody does it better than Michigan. And what are we doing? Borrowing money and putting somebody else over here instead of yeah. keeping our banks working like they should. Well, it's it's, it's so bad. Phil, it's so bad that uh, Ford Motor Company is putting a uh, putting a, a halt right now or a pause to this battery plant that they're going to uh, they're planning on building out in Marshall. Yeah. And the and there are three congressional committee chairs who want the documents and all the records of the conversations uh, involving Ford and involving this Chinese uh, CATL group. 
which has clear ties to the Chinese Communist Party. They want some answers because they the, the because Ford has not been entirely forthcoming and transparent with uh, with with the with with the request, and they're going to subpoena uh, Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, if he continues to be uncooperative. There's something going on in Marshall as well as the two plants up north, which yeah. we've got to really keep our eyes on, folks. And it's up to each and every one of us to hold these people's feet to the fire until we get the answers that we want. We kick these people, that uh, these uh, Communist Party agents who are masquerading as workers, kick them out of the country and uh, start bringing our stuff back from China. That's Joe right. Biden talks about, oh, yeah, I'm bringing all these. No, you're not. You're not bringing anything back. And, and yeah. Trump is right. If this keeps up, it's going to get to the point where the auto workers will no longer be able to, they won't even have a job, let, let alone. That's uh, right. It's been, it's been, they don't. And they, what they're advocating to change things is the reason for it. Just to that, that you don't need as many people working to build an electric vehicle. Yes, that's right. right. Okay, well, I can see Derek's doing the countdown here, so it's time to go, but we'll be with you next week. And be tuned, tune in, folks. And we gotta act as Americans. That's right. God bless table, America. And you make America bless God. To continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan 48135.